On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, Dante Marcatelli, George Galante catch up with Magic big man Wendell Carter Jr. And as always, Magic Pod Squad is sponsored by the Florida Department of Transportation. And they remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. We touch it all here on this edition of Magic Pod Squad with Wendell Carter Jr., including what he worked on this summer to become a strong three-point shooter, what he added to his game, and also all the rigors and all the all the tolls that the NBA game can take off the court, all the noise that you hear from outsiders. Who can you trust? Who can you believe in uh, as you try to pursue your dream of playing in the NBA? And then we take some fun fan questions, including why he wears the number 34. Some terrific insight and some great stories with Wendell Carter Jr. on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic. This is Jonathan Isaacs. This is Mo Bamba. This is Cole Anthony. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. And this is the Pod Squad. And it's our pleasure to welcome in Magic big man Wendell Carter Jr. Kind enough to spend a few minutes with us here on Magic Pod Squad. And Wendell, I got to know, you're, you're sitting in a hotel room in New York City. And you're 2-0 in yep. New York City at the time of this taping. I got to think that's a pretty good feeling, getting two wins yeah. in Madison Square Garden. How does that feel, big fella? Uh, it feels pretty good. Uh, you know, Madison Square Garden is a special place to play in. You know, a lot of a lot of great moments has happened there. So, you know, uh, for us to take, you know, two of our wins that happened in uh, Madison Square Garden, you know, shows that we have potential as a team. And, uh, you know, we're just living up to the hype, living up to the, to, to the big stages for sure. You know, they showed the celebrity row, and there's always celebrities there in New York. Do you do you notice any of that, like when you go to L.A. or New York, or is it kind of some of the, the – do you see that? Do you know who, – who have you noticed courtside? Yeah. Um, probably the one person I noticed, uh, probably like my rookie year when I was in L.A., uh, it was Kevin Hart sitting court, uh, courtside. And, like, I was always a big fan of his growing up, all his stand-ups, all his, uh, his movies and stuff. So that was pretty unique for me. What is that like, Wendell? Explain to, for people that will never feel that. Like, what is it like having guys like that courtside? You know, you see them on movies, see them on TV, and they're there to watch you. Like that, I, that's got to be a surreal feeling. Yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting because like you know we go to movies and we go to these shows or whatever to go see them, and then you know they come out and see us. So it's just like you know it, it kind of gives you that that uh, that feel of you know we kind of in the in the same world but just two different you know two different uh, sides of the sure. spectrum well what's the who's it's, the it's first pretty... person who's the first person when you when you made it to the or maybe it happened at duke i, I don't know i mean i'm sure there's celebrities that came yeah. watch it who knows yeah. maybe or your aau team had some <laughs> celebrities come i don't know <laughs> yeah. who, who is the first do you remember the first time you saw somebody and you're like holy crap that's whoever like that's beyonce i don't know whoever that whoever it is who's the first Our, person Probably in uh, high school, actually, when um, see, <laughs> Ron, Ron came to one of our games. And I think Ron might have been, or his team might have been playing next, or something like that. And he was just kind of just watching our game before their game, so it was kind of unique, you know, just to see that in high school for sure. That's okay, but neat. now uh, let's let's stay with that now. But now you're playing against somebody like that. Uh-huh. How, how does that transition go? Because that's got to be. That's got to be crazy. Yeah, it's 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 different. Like, you know, from my rookie year to now, of course, you know, I'm 
that stuff doesn't phase me as much. But like for my my rookie year, um, you know, just stepping on the court with him for the first time. Remember, it was in Chicago, packed house. Everybody was there. A lot of celebrities, you know, all across the the uh, sidelines and stuff. So, you know, that was that was just a unique experience. Like, you know, you get a little bit of butterflies. You start off the game, and then once the game get going, it's like we're playing basketball now. But it's definitely surreal. Do you notice that? I, I think about that when you guys just played the Nets and you're going to play them again here in a couple of days. But for Franz and Jalen, that's their first chance to see yeah. Kevin Durant and James yeah. Harden, right? Did you did you sense a little of that? Did they talk about that? Or did, did you did you feel that was special for them? Um, you know, it, I feel like it was special for them. Um, but they 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 do such a great job. You know, I definitely give them a lot of credit. You know, for being rookies. Um, and the way that they handle certain situations. Um, Franz and Jalen, you know, if, if if we didn't have, you know, knowing their birthday work, we would think they were, especially France, in my opinion. Like, I feel like France is like, has a sense of uh, maturity about him. Like, he's, he seems very, very mature for his age. So, um, I don't think that stuff really, like, shocks them or anything, or they're doing a good job of hiding it. <laughs> But, I think it's maybe that. I, I would go with that, right? Like, How much of that has to do with the fact that Franz has been playing professionally since he was six right. over in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> how much, how much, that's got to help, right? Okay, when do you get over that, Wendell? When does that feeling go away? Or is there somebody now that you're still like is LeBron? Let's take LeBron, for example, who's been in the league for now like 38 years. Is it still like weird when you look across the court and he's there? Is there somebody that still gives you that feeling of holy crap, I'm playing against so and so? Um, I think um, you know, it the 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 excitement of playing against these guys is a little bit different now. Like, you know, my rookie year is just like, oh my god, I'm matching up now is like, man, he's been in the league for what, 18 years and he's still dominating the game like he is. Like that's 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 the like impressive part about it. It's not so much about being in his presence. It's just like wow, like dude, he, he's greatness. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Like I'm playing against a Hall of Famer right now, and it's just like you know, I want to beat him. You know, just to you know, give me that extra juice or give me that extra you know, going into you know the next games or whatever. Like just being able to you know, you get go. that win against someone in the league is is definitely uh Definitely exciting. That's the right answer, Dante, by the way. That's Just the right in case answer. you wanted to know, that's Here's the a, right let's, answer. That's right. <laughs> let's see if he knows this, George. Let's see if he knows this. Yeah, your teammate Jalen doesn't know that you can't swear on live TV. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't know that. He got cut. Yeah, I see it, right? That's a rookie mistake. You're shaking your head. You know that, right? You know, you yeah. know what you can and can't do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, so I don't have to tell Wendell now, Dante, like I tell some of these other guys when I hand them a microphone and says, then say, don't curse on TV tonight, please. All right. Now I know I'm, I'm check. I'm making a mental checklist in my head of who I, Wendell, I don't have to say that to, right? Okay. I, I can put you in the no column. You got that covered. Yeah, I'm good. 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 Uh, well, now what do you like to do? You're, so you're on the road. You've been in New York for three days already. You got another day there. What do you, if you get a day off, what do you do? And, and when you're kind of hanging around the hotel room, what do you like to do? Um, you know, especially in, in New York, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of New York, you know, being from Atlanta. Um, I feel like New York is just way too busy for me. I like things to be a little bit slower, <laughs> like Atlanta and Orlando. So I love Orlando so much, but uh, 
you know, whenever I'm here, you know, I, you know, the food is phenomenal here. You know, I always try to find me a spot to go eat. You know, having Cole and Mo on my team, they're pretty familiar, you know, being from here. So they kind of just show me the ropes of where to go eat, where to go shop, you know, get out the hotel a little bit. Um, then when I'm just around the hotel. Um, so New York is too fast for you is what you're saying. Like you're more of a, you like things a little calmer? Orlando is just my speed. <laughs> okay, perfect. My speed too. Uh, so is our Cole yeah. and our Cole and Mo your go-to guys? Like, do you guys go everywhere together, and, and how's that work? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like for the most part, um, as a group, you know, we kind of it kind of just differs. You know, when people, some people want to you know step out, some people want to stay in. It just kind of depends on who all wants to you know get some fresh air, get out of the hotel. And, who kind of, you know, Cole being here, being with his family, you know, he went to go see his family sure. and stuff, him and most. So, you know, it, was, it was just, uh, just kind of depends on the city and, you know, how people feel. Talk about Cole a little bit, Wendell. Like, he's off to a great start these first 15 games. Like, he's, he's putting up some pretty big numbers and wins and losses. Like, he's doing it all right now. I, I see you're smiling. Like, facts. Any, any, facts. <laughs> and he tells everybody about it too, I think. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cole. Cole is a Cole is a a great player, and uh, you know he he wants to win. He understands, you know, um, that's a process to it. Um, you know, that's one thing I definitely give him credit to. Like, you know, we're we're not perfect basketball players. We're not the perfect team, but you know, we we all understand. Um, that's just a process. You know, just being able to learn each other's tendencies to. Um, hold each other more accountable for things. Like it's all a process to get, you know, get more comfortable with one another, being able to have those conversations, you know, when someone is not someone to bring someone else, like being able to have those conversations, like like we all, we all kind of kind of are starting to understand that part. And then Cole, he just so gifted, you know, offensively and defensively, he, you know, he he's gonna play hard. You know, every every play, you know, he he just wants to win. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. So, you know, Wendell, we've got so we want to get into your game more specifically here in just a moment. Now we got some great questions from the fans uh, that we want to touch on as we continue on. But you you said something interesting there. It, it is a process, and I you know I think about I look at your track record. You won in high school. You won at Duke. You get to the NBA, and it's hard. Like like you guys have all won wherever you've been in other levels. It is winning is is not necessarily going to happen right away it could you guys could catch fire is that difficult how difficult is the process right now and, and how do you kind of stay motivated through it all um you know for me it's it's pretty difficult I'm not gonna lie uh, you know coming from Chicago you know we had you know we were a young team over here they're coming down to Orlando you know we're a young team you know rebuilding was what people would call it sure. but uh you know it's it's definitely tough because, you know, like you said, I'm just so used to winning. You know, I was used to winning every game. Like, and dude, we probably lost like three games total. Nice. And uh, and I feel like we lost too much then. You know what I'm saying? So like, nice. it was it's tough. And then going going to Chicago, I think we only won like 20 games my first year. So like, that's it's it's tough. But I also understand that. You know, it just builds character and it kind of just, it showed me what 
the first the difference in the levels. That's the first thing it showed me. And it also shows me that it's not as easy as, you know, AAU and college was. Like this this is it's hard. And you just gotta find ways to become an expert at one thing and then you know, everybody kind of just find that thing for, for themselves and just all gel together and then we go out there and produce and just get wins. You know, I just I think it's interesting because there's a perception when a team is rebuilding that everybody's OK. Hey, whatever happens, happens. You guys are competitors like you guys are trying to win every game. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, you'll see how many you have at the end and you're growing and there's things that you'll do along the way. And all the things that you pointed out because you're trying to improve your game and you're trying to get better as a team. And we've seen incredible growth from the start of this season till now. But it but going through this process doesn't mean. You guys are fine going 20 and 60. You guys are battling. You guys are trying to win every game. And I think that's important. Yep, exactly. That's that's the part of the process. Like, if we'll have a whole different conversation if we were just like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Like, that would be a whole issue we'll be having. But you know, the fact that we're going out there and we're, you know, we're competing with some of the best teams in the, in the league, it just shows that, you know, we have tremendous potential. And it's all about consistency and, 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 <laughs> And timing, in my opinion, we'll figure it out though for sure. Wendell, is there is there somebody you lean on when if times are tough, like if 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 you've lost a few in a row or maybe you're not playing well, is there somebody that you lean on more than others? Like, and it can be on the team, not on the team, in the league, not in the league, not a basketball player. Is there somebody you lean on when things are like you're looking at it? You're like, guy, I need I need somebody to vent to here. Yeah, so I got about four people. Um, that I kind of lean towards whenever I'm going through, you know, any, whether it's something on the court or off the court. Um, you know, the first person who would be someone on my team would be uh, Dr. Joe. You know, I, I've, I've established a pretty good relationship with him when I first got here, you know, just from stuff from off the court that was, you know, that I feel like that was uh, affecting me on the court. You know, I've I established that pretty good relationship with him. So, you know, I have my conversations with him. Um, <clears throat> My mom and my dad, of course, um, with me being the only child, you know, they 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 definitely they know me very very well. Like they know when I'm not feeling right. They know when you know something's bothering me mentally. So you know they do a really good job of not necessarily crowding me, but at the same time just making sure that you know I have someone to talk to. And then lastly would be my girlfriend. Um, she plays basketball too, so she kind of she played basketball at UConn, you know, D one. So you know, she has her. Downs also, so she definitely understands like, like the, the the rigor that goes into it. Like she goes to UConn, you know, if they lose a game, like it's like <laughs> the world, <you> no. Know? <laughs> so she definitely understands it, and then you know she's a really good basketball player, so she she knows you know what to say. Well, that's great. Well, it feels you can see glimpses of it, Wendell, and I think people get excited. Even thinking at some point Markel's going to come back, at some point you're going to have J.I. back, um, and, and you guys are going to continue to, to, to take steps. Like, does it feel like, you know, some days I'm sure feel closer than others, but does it feel like when it comes together, you guys are capable, you guys are more than capable of, of, of stringing together some wins, right? Does it feel like it's close? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, like I said earlier, I think consistency is something that, is going to be a huge part for us taking that next step. Um, 
you know, like we have we have our games where we're playing well, have our games, we're knocking down shots, we're doing all this, you know. But like a game like last night, you know, right. it was really high scores. You know, we were not shooting the ball that well. Um uh, you know, we're not gonna hang that one in the hall of fame for sure. Yeah. <laughs> at all. No. So it, it just shows that, you know, we have to hang our hats on the defensive end and um do that consistently. You know, we're not going out, you know, nobody goes out there and tries to miss shots on purpose. Of course, everybody's, everybody's trying to do that, but defensively, that's something that we can control. You know, just make it tough for them or make it tough for the opponent every time down the court, you know, that's going to give us a chance. You know, and then we just take our open shots, make a miss, we go back down, let's get another stop. Let's try it again on offense. And I feel like that consistency, if we can start to establish that and then, you know, learning personnel, learning what other players like to do, like, you know, just the whole nine. Once we once we get to that that point, I feel like that's when we'll really take that jump, for sure. That's great. You know, we were talking before you came on. You know, George and I both noticed your your one. You've hit one less three this year than you have your entire career combined coming into <laughs> this year, right? So right. So so you you told us two things at the end of last year, and you backed both of them up. You said you wanted to be healthy and you wanted to shoot the three. You played every game, knock on wood. We want that to continue. Oh, and you shot the three extremely well, Wendell. Just, I, I don't, for those that weren't there, what was the work you put in to, to, to feel this comfortable shooting the three? You're right three. behind Steph Curry, by the way, in percentage. Like, you, you guys are almost neck and neck. I, I feel like you can catch him at the end. I feel like you can get him. I feel he like probably, you can get him. He probably got triple the amount of attempts, though, for sure. Ah, we're not worried about that. Hey, don't <laughs> let the facts get in the way. No, we're going for but the you, percentage. You look, that's all. You look good out there, and you look like you're comfortable, and you're a legitimate three-point threat. I mean, that's a that's a tribute to the work you've put in. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know, the the work that I put in is like, like I think it's fifty-fifty, right? Like fifty-fifty, and um, I put the work in. I get the shots up. I, you know go through certain drills, you know, tire myself out so I'm able to shoot while I'm tired, all that stuff, right? But then the other 50 is just having that confidence, right? I think it's more of a mental thing because I've always been a, a, a pretty a pretty good shooter all my life. And, uh, you know, that's another thing with the NBA. Like, you, you get caught up in, you know, the outside noise. You get caught up in, you know, people who don't even play in the league. That's kind of like, telling you what you should and shouldn't do. And then you're worrying about that stuff. Then you're worrying about if, if, if you're going to make the next shot, if you miss the first one, like you kind of get caught up in that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's, that's one thing um, I definitely feel like, and I feel like it's just a whole mental, like a mental thing. And that's something I've definitely worked on, not only this summer, but like ever since I got in the league, just kind of breaking free of that stigma of, you know, I got to be perfect. I got to make this shot. I got to make this shot. But, you know, one thing I learned is that, you know, I, I take the shots, make a miss, just believe the next one's going in, you know? So, like, that's that's something I, you know, kind of worked on a lot. You know, it's, it's been – that's been a process in its own, you know, just breaking free of that that mental blog that kind of just slows me down sometimes. He's, a, he's done it, George. Shoot yeah. or shoot. They don't worry that's about it. the last that's one. That's right. He sounds telling you, he's Steph. He's, he's, it's just like <laughs> Steph. It's just like Wendell. Get, to give the fans a look look at what one of the – of course, my dog wants to start barking now during the podcast, right? What is a what is a physical workout that you're doing to, to get those shots up? Like, give me, give me the routine, you know, from start to finish. 
Yeah, so um, you know, now that the season started, um, it's not as rigorous as it was when I was uh, in the summertime. Like we well, maybe to- give me a summertime one that way that you know building up to to what you have for the year. Well, in the summertime, um, you know, we kind of start off around the rim, you know, working on my finishing things like that, and then uh, you know, kind of get my heart racing a little bit, and then uh, you know, I work out of the pick and roll stuff. So, you know, once I this this past summer. And I spent a lot of time in Orlando. So, uh, you know, just working on, you know, working in the short actions, the uh, the pocket, pick and rolls, pick and pops, stuff like that. You just kind of get my heart racing, heart racing. And then, you know, I do a lot of up and down stuff. So I'll shoot in one basket, go down, do something, come back down. So, like, kind of like it's hard to, to simulate a game, but you know, I try to find ways to, you know, make it feel like I'm playing in the game. And then, you know, at the end of my workouts when, you know, I'm kind of tired, you know, my arms are tired or whatever, I just rep it out, you know, try to try to lock in that muscle memory. And, uh, you know, I'll probably make 200, 200 threes at least before I leave the gym. So, like, that's kind of how, you know, it's kind of a broad spectrum of how sure. I kind of uh, my uh, my workouts. But that's definitely – I mean, with, your percent, with your high percentage, it means you're only taking like 400. So that's great. I mean, that, that, right? <laughs> 200 out of 400 is perfect. Right. Got exactly. it down. You know, George, he hit on something too, which I think is interesting. I, people don't have any idea what you or I do. So they don't give opinions. They don't weigh in. Everybody you meet, Wendell, I'm sure is a basketball expert, right? So, be, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you, so you said you got to find out who's right, what people are trying. How do you weed through all that noise? Like, what are all the things you hear and how do you know how to siphon it out properly? Yeah, it's it, it gets tricky for sure. I, for, for myself, the way I kind of look at it is, um, you know, I, I kind of established my circle, right? And in my circle, I don't want anybody to be a yes man. I don't want nobody to say like, Oh, you you did great tonight, or oh, you you uh you uh you 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 shot the ball well. Don't worry about it. Just move on to the next game, or um, you know. But on the other side, I don't want nobody to just completely just make me feel like oh, you're not playing well at all. Like sure. you're not basketball player. Ooh, all that stuff. So like, I just kind of establish a circle of people, right? Who just kind of just give me the right criticism. Right. Just help me build my game and stuff like that. And then when it comes to that outside noise, like like uh, social media or all that other stuff, like I don't even look at it no more. Like I used to be so involved, like I'll go. That's a good call, by the way. Yeah. 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 I go looking at stuff like and it, it'll just mess me up mentally. I'm like, man, that's that's really how people thinking about me. Like and then I had to realize, like, why am I worried about how, what other people think about me? And they don't even play basketball. Like, they probably right. <laughs> don't even know nothing about the NBA, but they feel like they got to tell me something. So it's just like, like that was, that's kind of the thing I was saying earlier. Like, it's just a process of me, you know, with the, the whole the whole mentality, my whole mental, and just understanding that, you know, it's, it's about me. You know, stop worrying about everything else. Well, it must have validated all of that. You, you got a nice contract to start the year, right? I mean, did, did that must make you feel good get, getting that taken care of, take that yeah. off your plate, and you can just go play even more than you were before, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, that, that definitely gives you a, a sense of security, a sense of, you know, pressure release, 
Um, you know, just to know that, you know, first off, um, that a team wants you. Uh, the fact that, you know, that a team, just, uh, the Orlando Magic decided to extend me, you know, it was just a blessing. You know, it just shows that, you know, that they wanted me to be here and they saw a future in me being here. So, like, that was that was the first thing, you know, that I recognized about that. Then secondly, you know, financially, you know, just being honest, like, you know, I'm, I'm feel, I feel I'm in a, a really good spot. Um you know, and I'm 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 now able to make uh, a lot more money than I were uh, than I was. So like, you know, that's that's always a good feeling. Yeah, so. Dante knows how that feels. Dante, Dante <laughs> knows. So well, someday I'll get there, but Dante knows how yeah. that feels. Yeah, I get a sure. few less zeros when you go. <laughs> a few less zeros. <laughs> but that's good. That's a credit to you because that's you know, yeah, an opportunity to to help your family and and take care of your family for future generations. I mean, that's that's very important. No question Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Wendell went, you said Orlando is your speed. Like how many, had you been to Orlando before you were traded here? You, you'd been to Orlando before. Was there something that you learned after living in Orlando for a little bit that you didn't know? And you're like, Hey, that was, that's kind of a cool spot or this is a cool area. I didn't know existed because all you see on TV is Disney world and, and the theme parks. Right. So, uh, so growing up actually every summer, um, we would go to, uh, me and my family would go down to Universal Studios and Disney World. Like it was like a religious trip for us. Like we did it every summer, same same tradition. Day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, cool. You know, we used to do that all the time. So now that was what I thought Orlando was. Like you go to Orlando, you go to Disney World. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I thought getting traded here. You know, I I was just. You know, Orlando kind of reminds me of where I'm from. You know, the, the south side of Atlanta. Um, in terms of, you know, just being like, you can have your fun. Like you can like you can go to Disney World, you can go to Universal, you can do all this stuff around around the city. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's chill, it's slow. Like, you know, not too much going on. Like you can duck off if you need to. Like just kind of get your mind right. It's quiet, not, not much really going on if you're not downtown. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the first thing I recognize about Orlando. We got a few less peach tree streets, George. Yeah, we, do have, yeah, we have a couple. Yeah, we have a couple of orange avenues, though. Like, there's yeah. a few <laughs> orange avenues. <laughs> Not no, that's a very good street. streets, but all orange avenues. That's right. Well, that's interesting. So you find out, so you learn a little something about coming to Orlando. You know, last year you come at the tail end. You get you play under Steve Clifford, and I thought it was very interesting when Jamal Mosley got the job. Right away, he credited Steve Clifford for kind of laying the foundation that you guys kind of have defensively. Right, he kind of drilled that in the last 20, 30 games after you arrived last year. Uh, I know that helped you just kind of take us through your, your feelings with coach Mosley and what you've learned and, and kind of how that defensive base has kind of helped you for this year. Yeah. Coach Mosley, man, he, he's first off is a fantastic person. You know, he, he's a, he's a, he's a player's coach for sure. You know, he just, you know, he's checking in with us all the time, you know, making sure everybody's good mentally, emotionally, Physically, you know, he he just does a really good job of doing that kind of stuff. And then also, um, you know, coming from Dallas, he understands what it takes to win. You know, they were winning, they were in the playoffs, so he kind of gets that that idea of you know what exactly it takes. And um, you know, he kind of he I, I I get that sense that he's you know trying to bring that winning culture here, and he understands that. Also, he also understands that it's a process too, and that you know it's not going to happen overnight. But, you know, he's he's down to help us to get to that 
to that place where, you know, we're winning and stuff. Cause when that stuff happens, everybody is taken care of, you know, and right. from, it's, you know, financially, like every, the team, every, you, you seeing everybody on the team is seen as a winner and everybody wants that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, he definitely understands that for sure. Take us through Markel. What are you seeing behind the scenes with Markel and J.I. with their rehab? We see a little bit snippets and they're out there shooting. They look good. They look yeah. like they're fit. They look like they're chomping at the bit a little bit. What What do you see from those guys? Um, You know, uh, Markel's been in, you know, a couple of the practices with us, um, you know, kind of just running through plays, doing some defensive things with us. And you know, he looks good. You know, that's, that's someone, you know, when I got traded to Orlando, I was uh, looking – looking forward to playing with, um, you know, just from what I've heard about him and when he was playing, what I, what I saw, how he played and things like that. Like that's, that's one guy, I, you know, I definitely wanted to play with at some point. And then J.I. J.I. is also doing a fantastic job. Um, you know, he's always in early in the morning before we even get there, um, before our practices and stuff, he's already on the table getting treatment on his knee, you know, lifting, doing all that stuff. So um, he looks good. Um, I feel like, you know, you know when those, when those two get back, um, we're, we're going to be, and they get you know get into game shape because that's that's also not going to happen, right? Like they can do as much running as they want to, but <laughs> that game shape is different. So you know, once they get in the game, and we get everybody back, Etwan, MCW, I feel like you know we can definitely uh, it'll definitely shake some things up for sure. Wendell, how has the transition been switching over to the four a little bit and playing with Mo? Because I believe at the beginning of the season, you probably didn't think that that was going to happen. And then as the season gets ready to start, you guys are to get, you know, we, I think we saw it at the end of the preseason, Coach Mosley put you guys in there together and obviously liked what he saw. How's that been working out for both of you? Well, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you know, we, we both defensively, you know, have a, a really, really high IQ. We, first, we're both high IQ basketball players. And uh, defensively, I feel like, you know, we uh, we complement each other really, really well. And, um, you know, on the offensive end, you know, with us both being able to shoot, you know, it kind of, you know, gives us that that free reign of being able to pick and pop, pick and roll. If one rolls, one, the other one pops. If one pops, the other one, someone got to be in a dunker. You know, we kind of get that, that feel for one another and, you know, that's also something that doesn't happen overnight. You know, I've never played the four. I've been in the NBA, so two games of me playing the four. You know, it's it's still some things I want to tighten up, you know, get a little bit better at for sure. But, uh, I mean, I feel like, you know, we can definitely, you know, as we get more and more comfortable with one another on the court, I feel like we can definitely, like I said earlier, shake some things up for sure. Nice. All right. Now, Dante, I tell you what we can do. I, they do Everyone does a great job of finding you the whole first half. Can we make can we sure find you in the second half too? The second half as well for crying out loud, right? Look what he can. The guy closed the game last night. He took a lob from Jalen Suggs and put the game away. Can we find Wendell in the second half as well? <laughs> we got to get that done. We got to get that done. Put it in a memo right or something. That? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So Dante mentioned before we started, we had a couple of fan questions. Now, one of them actually mirrored mine, Dante, because I, I wanted to ask him every, every picture I found of you from the past, even high school, whatever you're wearing 34, you wore 34 at Duke, you wore 34 in Chicago. 
34 in Orlando. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to show you this picture. If you, if you can see <laughs> 34 right there, that's a guy that is your PR guy right now. Oh, right there, awesome. 34. <laughs> so I have a special, I, I, I feel like 34 is tied to me a little bit too. So you gotta, you gotta rep it. I want to know, the, I want to know how you came up with 34. What's the number, what's the reason for 34? <laughs> so, you, you wanted to see that picture that again, don't you? It's so yeah. good. That's yeah. a handsome guy right there. You can laugh. Look at Wendell, ate the, Wendell ate those guys for lunch. Oh, I know, trust me. In high school. It was a long time ago. We, we played with a basket that had a lid on the bottom of it, a peach <laughs> basket. <laughs> oh, man. But no, uh, 34, um, the main reasons for my dad. My dad wore uh, all through high school, all through college. He played overseas. He wore it. Uh, and his reason for wearing it was for uh, Lynn Bias. You know, so that's okay. you know, someone he looked up to, and then you know he kind of you know shared his story because I didn't really know who he was when I was coming up. So he kind of shared his story with me, you know, uh, and just and just told me he wore thirty four, and I was like, man, that's pretty unique. And then the fact that he wore it too, my dad wore it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I'm gonna just stick with this number for sure. And now you know that you know, I, wore I grew it, up in so. I grew up in Boston. Yeah, that's right, yeah. and also George wore it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I grew up in Boston and we were supposed to get Len Bias. Like that was a big, what, what does your dad tell you about Len? Just such a, such a tragedy and an incredible yeah. basketball player. Incredible, incredible. Uh, you know, just, you know, he, he, he told me, you know, some of his fans of him playing, um, you know, the, 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 the small amount of films that he had. And, uh, you know, he just, he just, he just said that he tried to model his game after his, like he was just so impressed with, the way that he played and um and he you know when 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 he lost his life he just felt like man because that was that was his idol like he looked up to him he wanted to be just like him growing up so you know when he lost his life it, it was just kind of tough on him because you know, it's you looking up to someone and then they out of nowhere just pass away it's kind of tough like oh man like like that's crazy that's crazy yeah. so he just yeah. wearing his number uh, ever since then. Well, that's a great tribute and a legacy that you get to continue on. I'm sure he's proud of that as well. No question. Absolutely. Favorite movie. This question comes in. Everybody wants to know everybody's favorite movie. What kind of movies are you into? You're a Marvel uh, guy too, right? I am a Marvel guy. I'm an incredible Hawk guy too. That's right. That's yes. Yes. Hulk well, smash. you were supposed to get that started, Dante, last year. Yes. You were supposed to get the Wendell smash started and you never like did. The Hulk smash. Okay. Yeah, we're on it. We're on yeah. it. Got to get on that next game. Yeah. Wendell smash. <laughs> Is that your favorite yeah. movie, Incredible Hulk, or do you have another favorite movie? Nah, that uh, my favorite movie would probably be Life of Pi. Actually, um, okay. yeah, that, that's one of my favorite movies. I've probably seen it about two or three times. Um, yeah, someone told me to read the book also, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna eventually get around to that. But movie is one of my favorite movies for sure. Uh, Dante doesn't read, so you don't have to read the book. That's that's not a you don't have to worry about that. How about how about funniest teammate Wendell? Funniest teammate. Funniest teammate gotta be a tie between Chuma and RJ for sure. Okay. Yeah. Everybody says Chuma, and I'm not no. buying it. I've heard the guy say four <laughs> words. <laughs> nah, Chuma is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Drake or Kanye? They want to know. Drake or Kanye? Right. Okay. Oh. Favorite restaurant? Oh, no. What's that? I'm sorry. Kanye. You're switching already? You already changed your mind? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I answered that way too fast. Jumped <laughs> on that way too fast. No, take your time. You get the right answer out. No problem. Dante, <laughs> Do you have a favorite restaurant one. in Orlando? Do you have a favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant will probably be um, uh, uh, Christini's Italian. Yes. yes. Good one. Higher. Very good. George, you and I can't afford that. It's no, good. no, 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 we can't. <laughs> yeah. One day. I like this one. All right. I'll end with this one. Unless you got another one, George. Do you no, like you end with this one? Do you like the glasses or do you not like the glasses? Fans want to know. Um, You're shooting better with them. Let's just say that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I definitely got to think about it for sure. Uh, they look good. They're protective. You're shooting it well. It's it. Sometimes it kind of like like on, on the sides and on the top. You kind of get that black line all the way across, and that's right. something I don't really like. Um, but no, it's protecting my eyes, and I'm shooting well, like y'all saying. So, you know, two for one. Uh, two I'm for definitely. one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You'll take that. You'll take that. That's which means he can't wait, wait. Which means he can't wait to get rid of them. So it's fine. No problem. <laughs> I mean, when, when when the medical staff says you can get rid of them, that's, that's they're gone. No problem. <laughs> I got you. Well, tell us what you got coming up. I know you got a big event planned for uh, for Thanksgiving, right, Wendell? You got uh, you got something planned, and I, I think it's great. So many Magic players do a great job of, of giving back around the holidays, and, and it looks like you guys are going to be involved in something as well. Yeah, so uh, me, Markel, and Chuma are all getting together to do uh, uh, um, uh, a, a give back for for Thanksgiving for about I think it was like three hundred or three hundred fifty, yep. something like yep, that. That's right. Yep. Uh, you know, just you know, just try to make that holiday special. You know, that that's a holiday I feel like is uh, my favorite holiday um, for obvious reasons. You get to eat, get to be with your family, you yes. get to. Um, watch football, things like that. So I feel like, you know, in, in, in times like that, you know, when people are struggling to be able to have that moment, I feel like, why not help? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you had the opportunity, had the, the capability of able uh, being able to do it, I feel like I feel like you should. And, you know, this, this Thanksgiving, we definitely, you know, wanted to do something and we got together and we came up with something. So I'm definitely excited and looking forward to it for sure. Good stuff. That's great. That's right. You know, I forgot to ask you, do you go by, does everyone call you Dell? Is that what, do you have a nickname that you prefer? Yeah, that's, that's kind of been floating around, Dell and Dub C. Everybody's been calling me those two, so. Okay, I like I'll just it. call you something that's not going to make you mad. It's fine. Just <laughs> that. Just call you, that. We'll call you whatever you tell us to call you. That's right. Yeah. Wendell, this was great, man. We really appreciate it. We're very happy and, and proud of you with your great start uh, on the floor and off the floor. Keep up the great work and once you start getting everybody back, let's let's make a run at this thing. We're excited for that. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Listen, just remember this 34 is behind you right here. <laughs> He's behind you all the way. 34's got that's your my, back. That's my new reason for wearing number 34. That's right. That's awesome. That 34 <laughs> didn't get 34 minutes that year, did he? Hey now. Hey, yo, that's not right. Got at least 35. All right. All right. That'll do it for Magic Pod Squad. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Wendell.
<laughs> I appreciate y'all. <laughs>